0: Welcome to episode four,
1: part two of God's provided sacrifice. Even though we live in a world where death rules and reigns, God's love has always provided grace for those who would accept it. i'm andrew dodd today we're talking about god's provided sacrifice we left off last episode really dealing a lot with the death side of what happened in the garden of eden and the sin that happened but really it was the grace of god that provided a sacrifice and we read it from john chapter 3 and verse 16 where it says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son For God so loved the world that he created that he desired that we would have a way to go back to that world as he made it in the Garden of Eden, in the perfection, in the paradise, in all of the the wonderful things that God made. But now the love of God expressed to Adam and Eve provided a life in place of their lives, that God took a lamb and God slew a lamb and God put those bloody lamb skins on Adam and Eve to cover the shame of their nakedness and that was the grace of God because ultimately God should have taken their lives because the penalty for sin he told them if you the day you eat thereof the day you die but God gave them a substitution for their own lives and it's the love of God because in 1 John chapter 4 John would begin to write and he writes a lot about love and he says in verse 7 of it he says beloved Let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Now that almost seems a little bit like an oxymoron as you look at it, you say, well God is love, but here's God kicking them out of the garden. How how do these two things come together? But really... The love of God is that he also was a savior and he was a healer and he was a redeemer. But all of these things he couldn't do in a perfect paradise. So he gave us an opportunity to choose right and wrong. Man, of course, chose wrong. But now they come down to it. And what better way to display love than to show it? What better way to show that you are love than to prove to them that you are love? For God to express his love is so much greater than just to say it. If God just told you over and over and over again, and that's, that's I believe, why even the Bible has lost some of its power in the lives of some people because they just read it and they don't believe it. Yeah. But if you believe it, God is able to bring it to pass in your life and to show you, The love that he is expressing through the word of God. The same way he did for Adam and Eve. They deserve to die, but he expressed his love to them by taking an animal sacrifice. Of course, he had to kick them out of the garden because sin could not exist in perfection, of paradise. But he had to cast them out. But in it, he still provided a sacrifice so that way they could still have fellowship. We know that God loves us based on his word. He tells us he loves us. But when it's expressed to us, it means so much more. When we become a part of it by the expression of God's love to usward. And it reveals more of God personally to the individual. If you just know him as God way off in another universe that's just over us all. That's one thing you can say, well God tells me he loves me. But when he comes personal to you as your savior. That he saved your life like he did Adam and Eve. He provided a sacrifice for their life. And, and it's so much greater today through the Lord Jesus Christ. Where he not only provided Uh, a lamb as an animal but also his own son that he himself came down and took our place but but god was laying out in the garden of eden he was laying out by that sacrifice the provided sacrifice for sin it has to be life for a life blood was the problem blood is the answer and now we go down to the children of eve cain and abel in the book of genesis
2: I believe as children, as they were growing up, you know, parents would tell stories, right? So I, I believe that, you know, Adam and Eve must have sat Cain and Abel down and told them a story of actually what happened, where they were at the beginning and how it was a perfect place and, and how, you know, they they, they sinned and they did all this and, and now they were out of the garden and, and, and how now there's there's a provided way for them to go back and... So as children, he must have told them the story of as you were saying that there was a lamb sacrifice that was, you know, that was that was made to, to kind of atone or to kind of you know cover or uh, the ascent and all that, right? And so here is here are they listening to these stories as their the parents who tell them, right? And the Bible says in Genesis 4 verse 3 that in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. So the reality of fact is, you know, they are, they are sent by representation because their parents were, you know, made a mistake and they fell into sin. Their birth that they had automatically made the two children to be born in sin because they didn't go God's provided way. So now they, they themselves as well are living in, in a life of sin. And they are also looking, how can we please God? Because, you know, God, as we say, he hasn't got grandchildren, right? Or, oh, you know, grandsons, granddaughters. He's got sons and daughters. So Cain and Abel, they couldn't rely on the fact that, okay, there was a sacrifice provided for our parents, so that covers us. No, that that couldn't work. They needed to find a way, right, to be, be able to please to please the Lord. So now Cain and Abel, here they are, and, and they're wondering to say, you know, what can we offer to the lord how can we ourselves what can we do to atone for a sins? right and i believe somehow abel must have started to remember the day when mom and dad started to tell them the story of you know the sacrifice and, and how god took a lamb or whatever it was and slated and and that was what was able to bring you know peace between them and god again and I believe Abel Abel probably was was thinking about that because now here the two are and they're wondering what can we do, right? And Abel is here and and now he's re- remembering what Mom and Dad told him, but Cain is kind of caught up with his work and he's you know he's he's more you know I've been working hard I've been doing this I've been putting all this together. Now we're trying to find a way to please the Lord. So what I am gonna do is I'm gonna bring all the best that I have got. You know, all the things that I've worked for, I'm going to bring it and show to the Lord, look at what I have done, look at what I have. But Abel all long has been wondering, what is the perfect way? And Abel is thinking, well, if it was a blood, if it was a lamb, if something has to die to be able, you know, to bring peace, you know, between us and God, because the penalty to sin was death. And if something had to die, then Abel must have been thinking, then something must die for me to have a relationship with God again. And so Abel, here he is, and, you know, he's taking care of sheep, and, you know, just kind of simple life, you would say, right? Shepherd boy or whatever, right? So now the time comes, and they they, they coming in to, to do the offering, you know, so both of them come and to do an offering, what they'll do normally is they'll build an altar and they'll do all this, so they both build an altar and, and all that, and, and now as they build an altar, there's something going to happen that each and everyone is going to present the offering on the altar, Right? And, and the difference here is the altar is the same, but the difference is the sacrifice that had been put on the altar. So Cain comes with all the fruits, with all the, you know, it would say the fruits of the ground, brings it all on the altar, and Abel brings
1: a lamb. So you're saying that Cain brought the best that he could do, but Abel realized it's not what I can do because I can't just die for my own sin and then keep living. Something has to die and take my place. There's nothing I can do to atone for my own sins. There has to be another life. But Cain didn't have that
2: revelation. Yeah, that was what Cain was missing, that revelation. Exactly right. He didn't have that revelation of what it actually took right from yeah. the beginning. So while we can carry on to read, so as we said, you know, Cain you know, brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Verse 4, as we still carry on with Genesis chapter 4, so we've read verse 3 and then we go on to verse 4 and it says, And Abel he also brought of the firstling of his flock, And of the fast thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Verse 5, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect, and Cain was wrought, and his countenance fell. So here we are, they both brought an offering, one is accepted, and one is rejected. The offering that has been made, that is the fruit, is the tins of the land, has been rejected. But the one that has been accepted is the one of the blood. Here they are, and you know, so they bring that and here they are, Cain. One is accepted and one is rejected. Why is one accepted and why is one rejected?
1: So you're you're telling me that today, if I have to offer the best that I can do, that's not good enough. Even if you do it sincerely, I would say Cain was very sincere when he did it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He was sincere in everything he did, but no, it's not about how good you are. It's not about the good things that you've done. It's not about, you know, what do I have and what I can do and, and, and how I was raised up and, and, and where I was raised up. No, it's not about that.
0: I believe it's the provided way.
2: Exactly right. The provided way.
0: Because He provided grace. I can see in the, in the Bible from the beginning, two things coming together. First sin star, but grace came too. For the sons and daughters of God, always there is grace. Reading in Genesis chapter 6, verse 8, it said, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah. So we find that the Bible, the grace of God has been upon his sons and daughters since the beginning. We find that Noah found grace before the flood came. We found, found another man that his name is Lot. So he found grace before fire fell from heaven in Sodom. Another man, Abraham. Abraham was an old man and didn't have a child and became a father of of nations by the grace of God. So we see Moses, Elijah, we see um, through the prophets and the Old Testament that all these men, they found grace in the eye of of the Lord. So until we come to the perfect sacrifice that was Jesus. Now we find in the New Testament that the grace of God was manifested in his people. Like we see the, the, the woman of the well. We read this story in John 4. So this woman found grace when Jesus appeared to her. We have another story of a man that I call Zacchaeus. He was a tax collector and he was a sinner according to the law. But Jesus came to him and found grace. We have another man that uh, I really admire in the Bible. This is the Apostle Paul. So he, was a, he persecuted the church. He was a killer of the sons of God, the children of God. But he found grace. When the devil started doing something, grace stepped in, and in the sons and daughters of God.
1: And what they had to do with each of those people, whether it was Noah, he had to get into an ark, which was the provided way. Whether it was Abraham, he had to accept God's word by faith. Jesus Christ was the provided way or is the provided way now, but they had to, each one of those, in order to get to grace, they had to go through a
2: provided way. Exactly right, yeah. They all had to go through a provided way. And so we find that Abel, you know, by the grace of God and by revelation, as Andrew was saying, he found what the provided way was. And the provided way was a sacrifice. It was blood. For blood.
1: There was a Romans chapter two that talks about you know, God is no respecter of persons. With God, there is no respect of persons. It doesn't matter. Grace puts all of us on an even playing field. Doesn't matter what our background is, doesn't matter where we came from. Cain was a farmer, a gardener. He did incredible work, I'm sure of it. Abel was a simple shepherd, that he was an incredible shepherd. But in all of it, Cain didn't realize all the best of his efforts wasn't enough. There was men in Noah's day. The best of their efforts were not enough. God said, there's an ark. It's the only way you're going to be saved. When it came down to the woman at the well, John chapter four, Brother Tito mentioned it. What was happening, this woman, she was in a horrible place. She was a woman of ill fame. The Bible says that she had five husbands. The man that she was now living with was not her husband. But now as she's there, stuck in this place, Jesus comes by her way and begins to talk to her. And you know she begins to lay out some Old Testament things that said, our father and we worship in this mountain, the Jews say in Jerusalem. And what's the right way to worship? What's God's provided way to worship? What's God's provided way to be saved? Because she's confused. She's heard so many things. And none of it has produced the right kind of a life. She's been stuck in a rut. But now she's come to the way. Or the way, I'll say, has come by her way. Because Jesus came to the well where she was at, knowing she would be there. And he said, there's coming a time where it doesn't matter this mountain. It doesn't matter if it's in Jerusalem. It doesn't matter if it's in Canada, in Europe in South America, in any country of the world. There is one way. It's in Jesus Christ. There is one sacrifice. There is one God. There is one Lord. And it's the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: There is a verse in the Bible, in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short for the glory of God. So we come to realize that all have sin. No one came to this world without sin. We all need the grace of God. We all need to come to repent. We all need to be washed by the water of the world. We all need to be washed by the blood of Jesus. We all need to confess our sins. We all need the deliverance of our sins. We all need a Savior. We all need to come to the knowledge of Christ to receive grace. And we all need a Redeemer.
1: Thank you for listening to Episode 4 of the End Time Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments that you'd like to send us, feel free to email us at ET Podcast at etmtab.com.
0: God bless you.